0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, N.A. Member FDIC.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Trampled Bet Podcast. I am your host and no I'm not Andy I'm i I am Gordon McLaren, and uh, yeah I'm hosting for it this week Andy cannot make it cuz he's unfortunately got a positive LFT so get well soon Andy. However, we have esteemed guests to step in for him. And uh, yeah, one of which is our uh, one of which is our regular guest at the moment, uh Dave. Dave, say hello. Oh yeah, I don't and stepping in at the last minute, taking up the mantle, is uh, Mr. Charity himself, Joey Slesnak. Sleznak, oh, Slenzak, sorry. I've, I've blown your name already.
0: <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, I guess we just got to redo just, the whole thing. Just, just hands <laughs> up immediately. <laughs> yeah, well, guess, guess I'm not doing it this week, guys. No, it's great to be back. I love doing anything to help out for the show. So uh, I was more than happy to step in on moments notice.
1: Yeah, so we're we're dead excited to to obviously have you here. And uh, yeah, Dave Dave had his uh, second week on the pod. Uh, pretty pretty decent week again, I would say. Um you got a game called off, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. Um like that's that that I mean I would rather that Atalanta versus Roma was called off, but but unfortunately <laughs> that game went ahead. Um but yeah, so what we'll do is um uh, myself and Dave will run through the three of our picks to start with um from last week, and then we'll obviously take a little break and then go into uh, yeah, the picks for picks for this week. So uh, I'll start then because it was it was chronologically. Uh, I had Bayern versus Wolfsburg. Bayern are terrifying at the moment. They are <laughs> they are just handing out an absolute doing to anyone they play against. They beat Wolfsburg 4-0. Very comfortable banker. Went off at 2-11, so it drifted. They played midweek uh, and they were thinking that that might affect the price clearly by the weekend because we're recording this on a Tuesday. So I think I got them about 1-4. They went off at two at eleven, so uh, they, they drifted right, in. and yeah, that was that was the first pick. Dave, what were your what were your banker?
2: Uh, so I had a uh, Cambridge versus Rotherham in uh, League One, and I had Rotherham to win at four to seven, and they won one nil. wasn't as comfortable as I thought it was going <laughs> to yeah. be, but you know we'll take a one 0 won't we, for a uh, banker? I th-
1: we'll take a one 0 at any point for a win. Yeah, like-
2: I, I, th- I think they're now. Uh, I think someone said eighteen games. That's unbeaten. now. I think they said it's the longest uh, run in England at the moment. I think we no. are unbeaten. So
1: yeah, and, and that was pretty good. And uh, as Andy isn't here this week, it, it falls to me, unfortunately, to to talk about the uh, the banker treble coming in. Uh, Andy took Celtic uh, versus my Hibs in the League Cup final, and uh, yeah, Celtic did win that one. We did got one now. Um, but they responded pretty quickly. Furuhashi he scored a, a great goal against us for the second one. Um, but yeah, banker treble came in relatively comfortable in there, and um, uh, yeah, good, it was nice, nice for Andy to get banker in. Uh, unfortunately, at the behest of when when we scored, I texted him immediately, been like, I knew you were going to do this for us. Thanks very much. <laughs> and then it, they banged back one back in immediately. So, uh, what can you do? Uh, on the value slots, I had Cosenza versus Pisa. Now. This is probably the pick of the week that I, that I brought, certainly considering the rest of mine lost. But Pisa at the moment are an absolute tear. Like They're they're doing really well in the league. They've won three in a row. Uh, they didn't win 1 0, as as was predicted. They won 2 0, which is even more comfortable. And with Bet365's payout system, 52 minutes in, this game was done. Um, yeah, a 2 0 away in, win at Cresenza. Great win in there. And uh, yeah, led the start. Well, didn't start off the value because it was uh, later on. But Dave, what did you have in the value slot?
2: Uh, so my value was uh, Bolton against Wickham. I fancied Wickham at nine to five, but due to COVID reasons, it was called off. So
1: yeah, and as as, in, you know, of course, it is worth mentioning that COVID does call off all of our favourite things. Uh, Andy Wickham, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a bit. Um, so, and it falls to me to talk about Andy's value bit. Um, Inverness Hamilton. What a depressing game of football this was. It looked all right from about 65 minutes in. They took they took a 1-0 lead against Hamilton and, and Hamilton aren't good, so uh, there is no reason to suspect that any foul play would take play after that. Hamilton then scored in the 79th and 82nd minute to sink Andy's value in there and uh, land a pretty large-priced Hamilton, 15-4 they were to win that game. Inverness went off at 2-3. They, they, they drifted in. But uh, just uh, nothing you can really do about that. You, You'd like to have seen the game be out of sight by then, though, uh, coming up against the Hamilton team there. So a bit unfortunate for for Andy in there. But, you know, uh, it's nice because I get to talk about the uh, more unfortunate things that happened to me during the week. So let's talk about (laughs) Cagliari versus Udinese, a game I know that Joey actually (laughs) was following as well. Not my finest work, I will will give. Uh, Yeah, I mean, when you lose a game... I think it ended up 4-0. Yeah, uh, it was 4-0. It, yeah, was 4-0. it was 4-0, yeah. When you, I watched this entire... I, I watched up until 3-0, um, which was about 70 minutes in when uh, Cagliari got man-sent off. Uh, and that was it. They scored... Uh, I mean, Udinese scored in the fourth minute. Uh, that was it. There was there was no coming back from them. There was no... There was there was nothing in there. Uh, Cagliari were, were absolutely rotten. And I believe they're playing... I had started to watch them playing Juventus... Um, it was on about 15, 20 minutes ago and I, I would be very shocked if they aren't at least 5-0 down by half time. They were rotten. They just looked like they, they, the stuffing knocked out of them. But um, yeah, I, I, a big win for Udinese there, but my uh, outsider was nowhere near as I was. One, the Juventus are 1-0 up, so they've got work to do. Uh, Dave, what about your outsider?
2: Yeah, I had uh, Plymouth versus Charlton. I fancied Charlton just because the run Plymouth had been on and the run yep. Charlton had been on. Sadly, Plymouth won the game 1-0, so that didn't come in for me. Yeah. But, um, Charlton had just uh, just before the game as well, that they'd, they'd actually announced Johnny Jackson as full-time manager instead of caretaker and... My just gave up.
1: No, nah, he was just, he <laughs> went full. Uh, who was it? Was it Newcastle at the time? Who was just like, uh, I, I can't remember who the manager was, but he was, as soon as they said they won a permanent contract, he was like, <laughs> yeah. fuck this. Um, but yeah, unfortunate in there. But Pl- I mean, yeah. Plymouth aren't a bad, they're not a bad team. Like as was highlighted by Connor a couple of weeks ago, they just have been on a, a crap run. And you're as yeah, well writing against them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andy's outsider now. Now he hates back in a draw. And he backed a draw between Paderborn and Heidenheim. Uh, He did want to back Heidenheim. In his earlier drafts of the podcast, he messaged us going, Heidenheim away in, you know, 19 to 10. That's my outsider here. And he changed it to a draw because of... Heidenheim had spawned a couple of draws uh, and Paderborn had been been, uh, quite good. Yeah, it it ended up um, 1-2. The away team won it. Heidenheim won it 2-1. It was... Yeah, it was one of those games where it was back and forth. Heidenheim took a 2-1 lead in the 81st minute and you think, oh great, the home team have got to chase here and Mm -hmm. might get something out of it but it wasn't to be in there and the outsiders did not. uh, Well, there were no no good outsiders this week. Mm -hmm. On to the charity bet. Now, I think Dave, I'll let you go first. I, I think people know what's coming here. Uh, so, Dave, I'll let you go first, and then I'll talk about Andy's, and then I'll talk about mine. So, Dave, do you want to take us through your charity?
2: Yeah, so I had uh, FC Waller against uh, 20 in uh, Holland. Uh, 21 to 20. Uh, I think I took that. Uh, yeah, it was comfortable comfortable uh, 3-1 win, but they were tuning up pretty early. So, obviously, if you had it with our favourite bookies,
1: you would have been paid out quite early for the year. Uh, You're old, but... Longer than that, yeah. Comfortable. I'll talk about Andy's now. Uh, this was our both versus Morton. Nothing happened in the first half of this game. Like if you look on the, the flash score results of this, there was just like no cards, nothing of interest. <laughs> uh, our both won the game two one. Uh, they they took a one 0 lead. They were brought back to one each and beat Morton obviously with an 8th minute goal two one. So two legs of the charity go. I am left with uh, Atalanta versus AS Roma. Um, to go in, on on mine and I was do you know what I loved this pick I was dead excited about it
2: uh, yeah, it was a great pick Atalanta had been on a right run
1: they had been on a right run that came to a fucking big old halt <laughs> against uh, Roma they conceded in the first minute to Tammy Abraham who I know Joey is very interested in uh, Tammy Abraham um, as we talked about he's a he's a I'd, I'd never rated him but then I realised how many goals he scored yeah. recently <laughs>
0: He's finding a bit of form. Yeah, he, He's in the right circumstance.
1: Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what he decided to do to me was to ruin the charity a bit. So he really doesn't like charity. Uh, yeah, so Tammy Abraham scored in the the, the first minute. They, Roma then went up 2-0 in the 27th minute. You were paid out on that. But then Atalanta got a goal back just in the stroke of half time, which was great. They then had a goal varred off. I don't know what for. I haven't watched the highlights for it. I'm too bitter about it. Um, so I'd seen two two, and I went right to come back. So and they then conceded to I just a variety of ex Premier League players, Chris Smalling and Tammy Abraham, took me apart, uh, and I once again killed the charity. That's two weeks in a row. I am going back to old form here. Uh, disappointing, to be honest. Uh, I- I mean, that's why we brought Joey on this week it, with the cover stories, Andy. But if they could have taken me out for the charity bet, they would have just done it. Um, is, there,
2: is there a particular reason why you don't like I, I,
1: Dave, It's Dave, it's just one of these things. It's just um, any team I pick... Oh, I'll, no, no, it's...
0: It's not Gordo's fault, it's Tammy's fault this week. Last week was Tammy's fault. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: last week was Tammy's fault, and I look forward to finding someone in the Aberdeen squad to bail me out next week. <laughs> it's all week. about um, finding your
0: scapegoat.
1: It is, it is about finding your scapegoat. That's why I got blocked from Twitter for tweeting at Tammy <laughs> um But yeah, so no, it, it, a good result for Roma in there, and yeah, they are finding a bit of form at the moment. I, I, think, I still think Atalanta are a better team, but yeah, when it's not your day, it's not your day. So that was last week's picks. So now, obviously, we get to go to a break uh, where we talk about all things December 25th in the Palestinian West Bank League and the Botola Pro in Algeria. Um, but yeah, so I mean, subscribe to us on Patreon. Uh, you can find us if you just search Trample Bet. Uh, load up extra content on there. You can get the cheat sheet prepared by... Andy himself and uh, yeah we'll just take a brief pause just now you'll get to hear a lovely advert for something we'll go talk about uh, obscure football leagues Welcome back. This is the second half of the Trample Bet podcast. You've just heard a lovely advert. You could have been hearing our Patreon chat um if you were if you'd subscribe to our Patreon. Anyway, let's talk about this week's picks. Um Andy generally goes first. It feels really weird to be talking to my banker to start with, but I am taking something that I'm very confident about talking about. So I'll kick us off with Man City versus Leicester. This is on Boxing Day at 3pm, a very traditional kickoff time. And I fancy Man City because they're really, really good at football. Um, Leicester have been terrible away from home of recent. They lost to Napoli. They lost to Aston Villa. They drew with Southampton. They drew with Leeds. They beat Brent. They squeaked past Brent for 2-1. And Man City are just on fire. This is Man City's last five results. 7-0, 1-0, 2-1, 2-1, 3-0. They come against the teams that are like Leeds, Wolves, West Ham, PSG and Everton. Um, Man City are just on a, a rich vein of form just now they're top of the league. They need to be winning games because they do have um, some decent chasing competition in Liverpool and Chelsea, who are not that far behind both drop points at the weekend. So they'll be keen to to keep this kind of wee gap they've got going of three points. Um, cause both other teams with the exception, well, Liverpool get quite a comfortable game. Chelsea, not so much in Villa cause uh, Villa have been playing quite well at the moment. And I know Dave thinks that they'll make get something out of that. And I, I tend to agree with them on there. Um, but I think Man City are a great pick at home here. You'll get them at one to five, two to nine if you shop around. You know, they're they're, they're as much as Bayern Munich were last week to me uh, as they'll be this week. So that'll be my banker for this week. Dave, what do you have in the banker slot? Uh,
2: so I am in the uh, Scottish League Two, and it's uh, and then against Kelty Hearts, and I like Celtic Hearts at four to five this week.
1: That's uh, a big price banker.
2: A yeah. big price. i t- I, uh, I put him in the group last week. Uh, um I think three to five. Um was it Strumra they played last week? And uh, Yeah. Yeah, they, w- they won pretty comfortably last week. But um yeah, I don't they haven't lost a game. I've like county hearts. I think I mean no, they they haven't, they haven't a lost, about me, but
1: um, they haven't lost as, a single game. Yeah,
2: <laughs> as, far, as far as I'm well, um they're like, comfortable. Their budget is is massive, isn't it, for a League Two team? They've got players that are arguably too good for... Should be playing in the Championship, probably, as their budget should be. It's yeah. better than most of Championship side. So they're, they're probably going to walk this league, aren't they? Like uh, the new Gretna.
1: They are the new Gretna. Yeah, they are. They are... They are. The, the old cream of the crap strategy they just buy anyone who would cut it in the championship and, and force themselves in there but yeah, yeah 42 points from 16 games you can't really argue with that
2: but, but, I mean I don't know I don't I think Alan third, or third
1: or yeah Aaron are third in the league you know yeah. but, but if you consider third in this league has 29 points and first is 42 yeah, it's it's you know there's a bit of a gulf there um, I, I think it's a it's a big price for them as well if you yeah, can get them at 45 Um and yeah, as a banker in there. I can't beautiful. imagine they're
2: going to be four to five for very long, are they? No,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they'll be one to two by the time this yeah. kicks off. So they'll, they'll have drifted into banker range.
2: So, Joey, on mate. what you got? So, for my
0: banker, I'm going to take it to uh, Turkey. On Christmas Day, of it's all f- days. Turkey, I, on
2: day. Turkey on Christmas Day. Turkey on Christmas Day. Who would have thought?
0: Phenomenal combination. Um, I'm going with Trabzonspor versus Besiktas here. And I'm going to go with over 0.5 goals in the first half. I, I think both of these teams have been playing really well lately. And surprisingly, they've been banging them in in the first half. You can get that little shy of 1.4. But this is a classic, and if you're able to watch it, I mean, there are so many phenomenal matchups in Turkey this weekend. Um, I know it's a little, uh, little less known for most people, but it is a great watch. Some of those teams are playing good football. Um, but we've got Trabzonspor in first place, and Vasek here in third place. Um, Trabzonspor have scored a first half goal or have seen a first half goal in eight straight games, all all competitions, um, home and away, doesn't matter. Um, but they've also seen it in all eight home matches this season. Uh, most of the time scoring themselves, but on the odd occasion given, or today, for example, um, they're playing away to all tie, and they actually conceded in the first half, um, and then ended up winning 2-1 in the second half. Um, that's not the point. That's not the tip. That's just a little extra stuff. Um, <laughs> but Trev have only blanked in the first half twice this season. Um. Similar stuff with Pasek Pasekja here. Um, They've had a first half goal in three of their last five. And there was actually a disallowed goal in one of those five games. So it technically could have been four or five. Full uh, house. Yeah. 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 And, uh, but they've also had a first half goal in all eight of their away matches. Why not one more for both sides?
1: You know what, I'm happy with it. Doesn't matter who scores in this game. As soon as I get that I notification, care. yeah, I don't care. As long as it as yep. long as it stands, the goal's fine with me. No, that's it's a good pick. Both teams are leaky and scoring, the perfect combination yeah. for over over 0.5 first half goals. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so some good bankers in there. So the banker treble uh, might not be the highest. Well, actually, it, it'll be... Dave's certainly pulling me and you up if, if Kelly Hart's win this when it comes to the overall price of the banker treble. However, onto the values. Uh, and I will start us off in very familiar surroundings for me. This is the Sierra B. This is on Boxing Day at the traditional Italian kickoff time of 2pm. This, this beautiful Milk Boys, Lecce, are playing away at Pordenone. Uh, you have heard me talk about Pordenoni on this podcast many times. They are the second worst team in the Sierra B. They are the Hamilton of the Sierra B. They are Dross. They've played 18 games and scored eight uh, and, and got eight points from those 18 games. They've conceded 37 goals. They're second bottom only because LR Vicenza, recently promoted last season, are in the league with them and they've got seven points. Fortunately, they're playing against a team who I think will give them an absolute kick in this week. That is Lecce. They are fourth in the league in the, the playoff positions. They've got 31 points from their first 17 games, and you know, they're just good at football. That's that's really all all they need to <laughs> they need to be to be uh eh, Now Lecce's away form is pretty good. Their only loss in their last five games came against Pisa, who are top of the league, and I'll be taken in the outsider spot this this week. They lost 1 0 to them. Lecce beat Spezia in the Cup midweek, uh, who are in a Sierra A team, uh, and they didn't even take to extra time or anything. That they that, you know, they scored a goal before half time, they scored a goal just after half time to get through this. So I'm comfortable uh, taking Lecce here, and you're getting them at what I consider the rather ridiculous odds of even money. Even money you're willing to give me for Lecce wow. playing against Danoni. Those guys don't even know how to play football. Um, but yeah, so I. Um, Dave. Take me to your value pick. Bring me back home. Who have you got?
2: I am bringing you back home. I I'm know. In the, I'm in the Scottish Championship, <laughs> and I've got. Uh, it's Air against Rife Rovers, and I fancy Rife Rovers at eleven to eight. Eleven to eight. Uh, yeah, yeah. That is big place. <laughs> Tell me why. Uh, so Rife are in third, thirty three points. Air sitting eighth on a uh, fifteen points. Uh, Rife are fourth in the away form table. Air sixth in the home form table, so they're midway. But uh, mainly because Air have won one in their last 10 games, and Rife have only lost one in their last 16, which is like League and Cup games. And uh, the head to head, Rife have not lost to Air since 2018. So they've had two wins and three draws in the last five games, five meetings between them. So just fancy Rife to uh, keep that run going over them.
1: Yeah, I mean, Air. I've just sacked their manager. Uh, They get rid of Jim Duffy, who's one of these. um, Who's one of these guys who, like. Content look at his Wikipedia page, right? And his, his win percentage just goes down and down. Like, who's hiring him? Like it's is trending. He started out at Falkirk. He was like a fifty percent win percentage, and then he's like managing to break in and stuff down to thirty and whatever. So but yeah, though so, I think it's a good pick in there. Eleven to eight is a big price for Wraith. And I think there'll be a lot of a lot of coupons in the in the central Scotland anyway, looking at that. Um, but yeah, good pick.
2: So yeah, why are you talking us,
0: Joe? for uh, my value section, I'm going to play John Walker this week and uh, take (laughs) us to Australia for Central Coast Mariners hosting Wellington Phoenix. Nice. You can get Central Coast at 2.2, which I think is muy picante. Um, Central Coast are fourth in the league on nine points, scoring seven and conceding four through five matches. Um, Wellington, on the other hand, are 10th out of 12 teams only uh, managing four points, scoring four and conceding 10. A lot of this is going to be based on sort of how things are playing out. Wellington have played three away games so far versus one home match. Um, there might be four, but biggest thing is um, they're kind of shit on the road. They're really not good. They started out the season with a good 1-1 draw against uh, – table toppers, MacArthur, the Mac attack.
1: The Mac attack.
0: Um, but they followed that up with a 4-0 loss at Newcastle and a 2-1 loss at Sydney, um, which losing 2-1 to Sydney is not a bad result by any means. Um, that's I'd say that's fairly respectable. Um, but Losing 4-0 to Newcastle, beginning of the season, I uh, I had that as those two as my two bottom feeders. Um, those were the two teams that I thought lost a couple significant players and might have some issues kind of filling those slots. Wellington, Phoenix, that is the case. Newcastle, on the other hand, I think they're doing okay so far. Um, they might they might feature in the Facebook group uh over the weekend. The Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But no, uh Central Coast have uh they've only played two games at home so far, but they've had back-to-back 2-0 wins. Um, Wellington, on the other hand. I've only managed 1 point in those 3 games. Um biggest thing for me with this, historically Wellington have actually had a lot of the um success recently. Um they've won the last 3 at Central Coast. Um they've won like 4 of the last 6 kind of thing um overall. But the interesting part here is Wellington both sides are playing in the FFA Cup, the um Australian version of the FA Cup basically. Yeah. Um And Central Coast Mariners played this morning. And a little bit of a tangent, but the strangest thing, ESPN Plus used to have the A-League last season, which is Mm -hmm. how I was watching it most of the time. They dropped it this year and Paramount picked it up. And, of course, it's only in Australia, but that's
1: neither here nor there. Mm -hmm.
0: But ESPN Plus still has the FFA Cup.
1: Did you get to watch Central Coast Mariners versus Aria Tigers this morning? So
0: I literally watched Central Coast Mariners absolutely dismantle the Appia Tigers. This yeah. was, There was a red card back in the second half, kind of late, but th- this was not a close contest by any means. This And Central Coast didn't even pull out, they didn't put out a full squad.
1: They didn't. Um, I, I like in the second half that they were just like, "Ah, we'll sub on all the boys." Then the they still ended up winning. They were five 0 up when they get red. The other team yeah. get red carded.
0: Oh yeah. Um, but so the the kicker here is Wellington actually played tomorrow. Oh. And guess who they get to go see? Who did they get to go see? Melbourne City. That sucks and for that them. Is not who I would want to see. No. No. Not during the league. Definitely not in a cup tie. Um, let alone having to travel to Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um they've played I think it's what three straight, four straight home or four straight away games. Um Wellington in all competitions including a cup tie against uh, Western United. That's a lot of traveling. Well, right miles. In, they have an issue with their stadium at the moment. Yeah. Um but I mean I I have trouble seeing them picking up any form here. This is not the spot to try and get that.
1: I like it. So what price are you getting at the, the Mariners at then? 2.2. 2.2. So you 2. can so get that just over even. Just over even money. Well, brilliant. Well, Joey, you're going to get yourself a beer just now. You grab yourself a beer. And uh, I will, I, in fact, I'll let Dave do his outsider pick first here because I feel like mine is going to cause a lot of problems. <laughs> So, oh, I like yours. I like mine as well, but I will wait till Joey comes back for that. But it's Joey's I don't like. It's Joey's I don't like. I know. I mean, I, I feel hey, like no, he's be nice. he the French. He's still as here, um, but yeah, there's a there's a lot. Of, I, I mean, outsiders. I didn't really. I, I, I didn't struggle with this week. I thought there was a lot of really interesting uh, games on this week for for looking at different kinds of things on it. But uh, I do fancy one at a redonkulous price. Um, but yeah, I'll so it. with with Joey returning, I'll do mine then. So that we'll start us off here. So, sorry
0: right, guys, I was a little thirsty.
1: Not at all. Don't you worry about it. So, I am taking for my outsider a correct score in the Italian Sierra B. Now, this game's being played at Boxing Day, seven thirty PM. You will have fell out with your relatives by then, so you will have plenty of time to watch. With uh, you have plenty of time to watch this one. Uh, this is Pisa versus Frozenone. So Pisa are top of the table. They're the best team in the league, 38 points from 18 games. Frozen only are in eighth. You know, they're just behind the kind of playoff places at the moment. They're, the Italian Sierra B has like a playoff, playoff system. There's four places that go up and they all, they play like a, the championship style rounds of um, kind of uh, forget promotion. So Frozen, they're not terrible. You know, they'll get 18, uh, 28 points from 18 games. Generally, you'd look at this game, you'd go, Pisa win that. Pisa, in their last five home games, won 1-0 against Lecce, drew with Perugia, beat Benevento, drew with Ascoli, and drew with Pordenone in there. So they've got form for drawing. Frozenoni's last four away, eh, five away games have been a 3-2 loss to um, Monza. They drew with Cremonese, they beat Benevento. It's a theme here, people like losing to Benevento. Um, and they drew with Alessandria, they drew with Casenza. They've got form for drawing, right? But the miraculous and fantastic stat... In this game is that last five iterations of this game, there have been a total of one goal scored and that's not per game. That's total. That was a frozen only 1-0 win back in 2017. The last five home meetings of this game have, what a depressing game to be attending. I'm taking this as a a 0-0 correct score as my outsider in here. These teams, I don't want any notifications for this game until it finishes. I want nothing to come back. <laughs> maybe a maybe a VAR off goal, fine with that. Um, but yeah, you know the the four of the last five games that they've played, uh, you know, Pisa frozen only at Pisa have been nil nil. David brought up to me that you can get them at ten to one. I think if you take it as under point five goals, no. Um, if you tag
2: it as a draw and both teams to score, no. You can Uh get it at 10 to 1 instead of a correct score, 0-0, which is 9 to 1.
1: Yeah. Which I don't so, really
2: understand because it's exactly yeah. the, <laughs> be the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that's well, a bit interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, no, that's why I'm taking the outsider spot here uh, this week. I thought this would be the most brave thing anyone could bring to the outsider spot this week. But then Joey sent through his pick <laughs> that that we're all oh, going to disagree on. <laughs> no. So,
0: come uh, on, don't do me like that. No. <laughs> so, so bold, muy picante. Uh,
1: so, uh, Dave, what have you got in the outsider slot before we get into talking? Talking about an, a Premier League game?
2: Uh, well, mine's actually in the Premier League as well. So um, I've got uh, Brighton, Brentford. Uh, it's the Sky game at eight o'clock, I believe. Nice. Um, and I like Brentford. Um, they are 16 to five on bet 365. I did, they were 3 to one yesterday on somewhere, Unibet, I think it was.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: On Unibet, they're now 37 to 11. What? Kind of odd, odd yeah, but but yeah, um, I just I want to get against Brighton to be fair. Look, I just don't understand how Brighton are favourites for this game. They're uh, Brighton are 12th, um, sorry, Brentford are 12th, Brighton are 13th, but Brighton have not won a game since the 22nd of September. Um, it's a while ago, cup. yeah, yeah. Brentford have only lost one in the last six, which was they lost to Leicester narrowly. Um, Brentford should have Tony back he was out with COVID Mm -hmm. and uh, I think well the games were called off uh, last week but um, Brentford are 8th in the form table Uh, they're 8th in the away form table as well whereas Brighton are 18th in the overall form table and they're 16th in the home form table I don't understand why people keep banging on about Brighton like they're this great
1: Premier League side. I just don't understand they get, it. They get results against. They get results against kind of big teams. Sometimes they get draws. But this game reeks of. When I backed Villa against Brighton, this was the exact. That's the exact same setup, and that Brentford yeah. love playing counter attack football. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, j- yeah. the. I, I think it's a great pick. They they will take them. If Brighton try and attack them, they will take them apart. And if Tony's back like Celtic must be kicking themselves for not buying Ivan Tony like but Ivan Tony must be absolutely delighted with the fact he didn't go to Celtic yeah. <laughs> um, but I think a good pick in there Dave
2: Newcastle must be hiding that they sold him <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they, had no, they had no short because at one point and they thought that Tony was banging him in for Brentford and um I think it was Armstrong was banded, banging a minute Blackburn, and they sold both those players.
1: It's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, some yeah. great, some great, uh, some great transfer business from Mike Ashley there. But, um, but yeah. So
2: then, Joey, <laughs> what you got for us, mate? I I I
0: got to say I do love that Brentford pick. I Thank I think you. you're definitely on the right side of that. Um, for my outsider, I'm back in Turkey. Um, I couldn't get enough turkey on Christmas Day, so I figured but- I'd. Uh, Try and grab a little bit more on a uh, couple days later on Monday. And so I've got Konya Spore versus Besiktas. And I like a Konya win as my outsider at just shy of uh, 3.0. So uh, 2.8 if you're looking at flash score. But the caveat and the little extra spice that, because it felt weird, I was going through my picks and I'm like, okay, I, I love this game. I love this game. Bang, banker value. Charity was a little. I had some trouble with that, but weirdly enough, I I didn't even look at any both the score lines for this week.
1: Earning joy. I know that I know that goals mean everything to you. So and so, I I just had to throw it in there in the in the outsider spot because
0: I didn't take it for what the I think I did two out of two out of three during mm-hmm. my stint. You did? So this is my third attempt at it. I, what, third time's the charm, right? Third time's the charm. Time. You can get Konyaspor win at 2.8, but you can get the win plus both the score. If you're feeling a little greedy, I know I got a couple of greedy bastards out there like myself. You can get that at four to one. and nice. I I mean, that is massive. I, mean, I, I like that for separate reasons, but looking at these two teams, Konyaspor is second in the league on 33 points scoring 28 and conceding 14. But the interesting part here is only six of those goals have been conceded at home. So they're conceding more on the road. I think they're actually scoring a little bit more at home Mm -hmm. marginally. It's, I mean, it's all marginal. It's all about 50, 50 splits, but there is a, there's starting to be a difference. Um, Mm -hmm. You're starting to see some form. Whereas Besiktas are ninth place on 25 points, scoring 28 and conceding 26. but all of those goals are coming at home. You, you can't make this up. They've scored twenty six. They've conceded thirteen at home, thirteen away. They've scored nineteen of twenty eight at home. They've only scored nine in their eight away matches. That's been Stoke that's form right there. That, that's,
1: that's. It sounds yeah. like they're the Turkish Stoke. They just love winning at home and just okay, nothing else matters to them.
0: Exactly. And I could be done with that right now. Done and dusted. But more than that, Konyers have actually picked up six wins in their nine home matches this season. And versus Besiktas picking up one win and one draw away to start the season. Now they've followed that up with nine straight losses, off- or they haven't won in nine away matches. Yeah, Three of those are coming in the UCL, the Champions League, of course. But that's still four losses and two draws following that win and a draw to start the season away from home it's just not there right now, and I don't think Konyaspor is where
1: they're going to find it. Um, no, not, not, not in guys that are up towards the top of the league as well. And, and we, myself and Dave were talking about this pre-thing. pre, pre, pre thing. Like Galatasaray and Besiktas, you know, t- two traditional Turkish teams that, that, that yeah. are, are up towards the top of the league, are ninth and 11th in the league, separated by a point and nowhere near the European slots. Like, the teams that are up towards the top are Trebzonzaspor, Konyaspor, Besiktas, uh, Bash- here and Adania, Demiris so it just seems you've some you've never heard of really um, I just
0: saw Galatasaray actually just lost to Adana this morning mm-hmm. um one player of note on Adana though is Mario Balotelli. yes I Mario Balatelli. the guy yeah. that that's enough for uh, for my interest in that team um <laughs> but yeah no Besiktas have actually only won four times in 18 meetings at Konya Granted, there have been a lot of draws, and I kind of think that's why this is priced how it is. Um, mm-hmm. You've got Besiktas at like two point five ish, and then Konyaspor at like two point eight ish. Um, yeah, I think it's the books are on the good, wrong side. Yeah, it's a good sport uh, and I will day, gladly then. take that as my outsider.
1: As, as your outsider, well, n- ninety-five or uh, ninety-five or four to one if you're adding both teams to score. So uh, it's a it's a good pick in there. Um,
2: yeah, to be fair, Joe, it's not your outsider we don't look, it's charity yeah, pick. Yeah, it's a charity pick, sorry, that's <laughs> yeah. what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. no, that's
1: fine, yeah. That's, that's, I, I was thinking it was the outsider for some reason. Yeah. So that, that does bring us on to the charity pick, the area of the show where my two hosts win their pick and I lose
2: mine.
1: <laughs> um, so, yeah, the charity pick, we, we take £10 of our own money, we put it on a treble. If it wins, it goes to charity. If it loses, it's generally me that's caused it. So uh, what am I going to lose as the charity bet this week, uh, you ask? Aberdeen. Versus Dundee. It's an interesting game for a couple of reasons in that Aberdeen have been playing a hell of a lot better recently and Dundee are still as bad as they ever are. Um, Aberdeen won the last three games in a row. They beat St Johnson, they beat St Mirren, they beat Livingston, narrowly lost to Celtic 2 1 um, and lost to obviously Dundee United that Andy was talking about a few weeks ago. They play Hibbs uh, tomorrow, uh, but then they've got an easier task of Dundee at the weekend. Dundee have been absolutely rotten. They lost to Hibs with the greatest own goal I've ever seen anyone score. The guy scored a dive, I think James Keaton, scored a diving header into the top bin past his own keeper um, to lose that. They lost to Ross County, they lost to Rangers. The most damning stat here is obviously Dundee have been in the second division or the championship for a couple of years, but last five meetings of Aberdeen-Dundee have been 5-1, 1-0, 2-1, 3-0 and 1-0 all to Aberdeen. And I really can't see it in any other way. They've got a tough game in Hibs midweek. We've got the new manager bounce when Sean Maloney uh, coming in and taking the job at Hibs. I don't... I, you know, whatever happens that game happens, Aberdeen-Dundee should be a clean-cut home win. And for that, you can get five to eight is the price for that. So rather shite bag odds, but uh, let's hope that they don't lose 4-1 like Atalanta did. So, Dave, what have you got in the uh, the charity spot?
2: Is that Sean Maloney of ex Aston Villa?
1: Sean Maloney of ex Aston Villa, and <laughs> Be- he was he was the Belgium he was the Belgium coach at the at the Euros yeah, under
2: under yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, so he's he's coming in. Hopefully he's good, but uh, yeah, I, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Yeah.
2: So uh, yeah, I'm in uh, uh, English League One, uh, Boxing Day, three o'clock, and it's a uh, Crew versus Wigan, and I like Wigan at three to five. Uh, mainly because Wigan are second on forty-five points, and Crew are bottom on fifteen points. Uh, Wigan have not lost a game since the twenty-sixth of October. The top of the away form table, and Crew are twenty-first in the home form table. And uh, during the middle bit last week, I tipped a lot Wigan last week, and uh, I took I fancied them for an outsider, and they won three-two in the end at two-to-one as an outsider, but. You know, they should have far too much
1: to uh for crew. Yeah, I mean Wiggins w- Wiggins waveform is sensational if you look yeah. at their I mean, the the last the only thing I would say is the last team that they lost to was Crew away from home. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was two. That was two 0 at the start of the season. Um, but that was in the EFL Trophy, where yeah. they you know they were playing like. I don't uh, saw it out. They're no, they, they missed a penalty as well. Um, yeah. But and that was one thing I did. <laughs> the only team they've lost to recently <laughs> was Crew. Um, yeah, so you can get that at odds of I guess uh, three to five, rather similar odds to mine. Um, I'll let you introduce Joey for this this piece.
2: Well then, Joey, what we got, mate?
1: <laughs> oh, the moment we've
2: all been waiting <laughs> for.
0: So, with perhaps the most controversial pick, I'm still not sure how it's more controversial than Gordo picking an Exacto as his actual <laughs> outsider pick. Yeah, like I, I, under, I get it, I get it, but like, I mean, come on, man, really? I you
1: just say, let the people decide.
0: And you're going to give me stick for this? <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm going to take Spurs, which is apparently extremely controversial, to beat Crystal Palace at the odds of 1.67-ish. So it's definitely a little short. I can understand Dave wanting to be on the Palace side, understanding it's a massive price. And yeah, they're not on terrible form. I can understand Gordo wanting the draw because Gordo
1: is Gordo. I I like draws. (laughs) It's fair. fair. draws? why do you like Tottenham? Tell tell us why. However, I love Tottenham to win.
0: And I'm going to tell you why. So Spurs are seventh in the league on 26 points, scoring 18 goals, conceding 19. Whereas Palace are sitting on an 11th on 20 points, scoring 24, conceding 24. Based on that goal scoring stat, I can understand why you'd say that. That's that right out. there.
1: Straight no line.
0: Ever. <laughs> what you have forgotten to account for is the new manager bounce. Mr. Conte. He's got the boys buzzing. Because. And Be I think the most notable result for me in the last five five matches for Spurs was that two-two draw against Liverpool the last time out. Which I think Gordo might agree with me that they did put in a good
1: performance. Well, I'm good for the win, but I, and Harry Kane shouldn't have been on the pitch yeah. or even in the, he should have yeah. been long sent off that boy, but I mean, you know,
0: neither here or there. <laughs> <laughs> that does not help my case. So it is not relevant. Um In the last five matches though, you're starting to kind of see that Conte effect. Spurs in the last 10 picked up 17 points. In the last five matches, they've picked up 11 of those 17, Yeah. scoring nine goals, conceding three. Versus Palace in the last five have picked up four points, scoring six goals, conceding seven. Again, I can see why you think this is a draw, Gordo. Ah, but first home form is actually kind of decent. Like, it's, it's, it's not – they've had some blemishes. They're not I, – I can understand – People thinking that they're underperforming, and for the bulk of the season they have been. But after that quality result of Liverpool, against Liverpool, they've actually only had two league losses at home, yeah. and those were two United and Chelsea. Back during the very brief uh, Nuno Espirito Santos uh, <laughs>
1: section era. that we need to go over, yeah, yeah.
0: the brief era, um, <laughs> and that's in nine matches. Yes, there have been some draws in there. However, I mean, they've, they've won the last five straight at home against Palace in the historical head-to-head meetings. <laughs> and interestingly enough, Palace have only scored two goals in the last nine away matches at Spurs. Yeah. There uh, have well, I'll, been I'll give you that. one, two, three, four, five, six Spurs wins to nil. I don't think it's going to be comfortable by any chance. It's not going to be like city blowing out Norwich or city absolutely pouncing on Newcastle. But I I do think that Spurs should have enough in this spot. I can understand how the draw might come into play, but I don't think palace have any chance of really getting the full three points. I can see them grabbing a late winner to spoil my party and spoil the charity slot, but I like to believe this recent home form and that Conte effect. That's uh, going to take effect, and you've got Kane and Son banging them in lately. I, I think they're going to have a field day.
1: I mean, I, you know, I, you know my opinion on it. There, that damning three 0 loss to Rome that they were handed at the start of the week. Oh yeah, uh, to get to get past out of the thing, yeah. but. Um, no, I think I think you know Tottenham, Tottenham are a decent form. It's a it's a similar game to Tottenham Leeds that Tottenham won 2 1. I know Dave was thinking about taking Palace away as his uh, as his outsider.
2: Yeah, I, just, I I you know I understand your picture. I just think I look at the teams Tottenham have beat. They've beat they beat Norwich 3 0. Fair enough, Norwich are awful. They beat yeah. a decent Brentford, side, 2 0. They beat Leeds 2 1, where they've got Battered the first half, and Leeds had a lot of players out. That game, yeah. uh, the beat Burnley one 0 away, and they beat Newcastle and they beat Villa. Villa were awful, man. and Newcastle are awful. So that's fair. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fair. I get that. But yeah, but Aside. to be fair, it's like you said, Conte has got them going. I've just, to be fair, I just sure. looked at the form table, and Spurs are actually third in the fourth in the overall form yeah. table at the minute. So yeah. 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 So, no, I, mean, I, I can it's, definitely it's, understand that, but it,
0: yeah, I think Palace is a waveform is kind of blemished by that win at City. Yeah. um, or not It's Help, but yeah. It, no, I, I definitely get it. Yeah.
1: I mean. The nice thing about this is I'll have killed it by the time yours kicks off anyway. So, you know, it'll be, it'll be fine. But um, but no, I, th- I think it's a decent pick in there and the three of them together will give you about, I think it's about six and a half to one or seven to one uh, for, yeah. for the treble there. So not too bad and hopefully we're handing over about 70 quid to charity. Uh, the charity of, well, one of your choices because you're both the, the guests this week. So Andy got to pick the injured jockeys fund previously and I haven't got to pick it for a while. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I mean, Thanks again, gents. A, a brilliant show on there. Uh, thanks for stepping in, joy at the last second and and, and saving Christmas, bringing in some turkey <laughs> to the people. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so obviously um, we have a Patreon channel. We've talked about it already on this. If you'd like to join us, it's five pound a month. Uh, you can get that in free bets from Sky. You know that, that's um, you know you can get that all the kind of places when it comes to gambling. But at five pound a month, you get extra content. I know. Andy and Connor did a darts podcast at the start of the week, uh, and it was you know it sounded pretty good. And hopefully their picks come to fruition. We'll have certainly more on hockey later on in the uh, well, more in the year from 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 (laughs) Joey and Dave. On there, I know that they both watch hockey. I have literally never watched the game. Um, And yeah, we've got MMA, we've got uh, horse racing when it comes up again soon. You know, all all excellent stuff coming up on the podcast. Uh, But yeah, so. This week, without um, you know, without taking up any more of your time, thanks very much for joining us both, and uh, I will see you next week. Happy hunting! Yep.
2: Can we just say before we go? Uh, yeah, I do believe it's uh, Connor's wedding day today. Yes, and sorry, today, so, it really? Uh, yes. Yeah. No kidding. Congratulations! Oh, congratulations yeah, congratulations, Connor. Congratulations, Connor. Yeah. Congratulations, no, Ed, Connor.
1: I hope you didn't turn it off by this point. I nearly cut you <laughs> off before we gave you your, your wedding present of uh, a Spurs win. Um, so. <laughs> Yeah, happy, happy uh, wedding to to Conor in there, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have him on again soon, and he can he can fill us in on and how he got. But yeah, okay, well, we'll catch you all soon. Happy hunting, guys. Yeah. The Trampled Bet Podcast is produced by Andy Bon, Gordon McCarnan, and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport socialcouk Sports Social Podcast Network.